In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk about how to source products. This is the Business of E-Commerce, Episode 7. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the podcast that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Pulaski, and I'm here to share some strategies to help you grow your e-commerce business. So first, some housekeeping about this week. On a, uh, so just some updates on what's been going on. On a personal note, my wife actually just gave birth to our second child, a little girl. So we've been very excited about that. Um, last week I had produced the episode uh, earlier, so kind of getting back into it now, and um, just very excited to be back. Um, you know, it's great, great spending some time with family, and now it's great being back in the office. So just uh, excited for that. On a um, professional um, update, as you probably know, I'm the founder of Spark Shipping. Um, we tried uh, an update last week. What we're trying to do is we've had a uh, free trial, seven-day trial. We've always gone back and forth on is that something that made sense for our customers, for the business. Uh, this week, we made the decision to remove the free trial. Um, we're going to be trying that for a while, see how that goes. Um, what we found there is that a lot of folks, uh, they are most successful when we help them initially, when they talk to us, when we uh, are in the process of onboarding them, that sort of thing. The issue with the free trial is when users are doing that, they tend to sign up, try to get it set up themselves, but if they run into any roadblocks, they may or may not reach out. And if they don't reach out, and if we don't talk to them, they tend to have some issues and usually just kind of cancel within the first seven days. So we've originally started without the trial. We went to a trial and we've switched back and forth over time. Right now, this week, we're trying to do it um, without the trial. Let's see how that goes. We'll provide a lot more personal onboarding. So we're excited to see that and um, try that. Also an update about the podcast. We are in the process right now of booking some guests. Um, No formal announcements yet, but we um, have several folks that we're talking to about doing some shows in the upcoming weeks different e-commerce experts um, that can share some some of their experiences. Also, other e-commerce retailers. I think that would be super helpful to have some folks just hear from other retailers who have done similar things, have grown their business, scaled their business, and kind of see what's worked for them. I think that'd be helpful for um, some retailers listening just to hear some other folks kind of in their circle. So super excited to get some guests on here and start... Um, start talking to some some subject matter experts. So if you also have any recommendations, anyone you'd like, any any topics like that, feel free to reach out. I'm always very available. I'm just very open to hearing any feedback, anything like that. So definitely uh, feel free to share that with me. So jumping right into this week's topic, um, I'd like to talk about how to source products. So this is something that we get a lot when folks are just starting off, they may, um, you know, want to start an e-commerce business. They start looking at what products, what should they sell, um, and how to actually get um, get in touch with the right people to actually be able to provide those products and to sell those products at retail. So it's something that at the beginning it's very confusing and it's not very obvious. Um, there's a lot of companies out there who kind of 
show themselves as um, ways of getting products. Some of these companies, you have to actually pay them a subscription to have access to their products. Um, that is not something I really recommend. Um, maybe it's okay to start, but it's just in the long term, um, you want to work with proper manufacturers, distributors, that sort of thing. So how to do this? First step is you have to um, get started by picking a niche. Find what you actually want to do, what kind of products you want to sell. What we hear a lot um, from folks just starting off is they just find a manufacturer. The manufacturer might have five different lines of products that, you know, it could be outdoors products, makeup products, and shoes. And they decide they're going to have a store that sells outdoors products, makeup products, and shoes. The issue with that is it's very hard then to find manufacturer two because you're not really um, in line with anything. So what we always recommend at the beginning is start off by picking a niche. Um, find something you want to go deep into, some sort of product type, some sort of category, um, whatever it is, something that hopefully you have an interest in, uh, or find some sort of place online where it's not being fulfilled. So you have a very specific product category, you know there's not a lot of folks doing it online, and you can provide some value there. So that's kind of the number one, that's the first thing you want to do, is focusing on what sort of products you really want to be selling and providing. Once you do that, you know, okay, I'm going to sell these type of products. That's when your research starts on. You have to start checking out other stores and see who actually manufactures those products. Uh, you can do that um, in a number of different ways. The easiest is just start Googling those products. You'll start making a list of here are kind of the top in those product categories. You'll start seeing other retailers sell them. You'll start seeing people on the marketplaces like an Amazon, eBay. They'll be selling those products. So start to get an idea of what products are out there. Make a list. See which products you want to sell. So I think we talked about this on episode five. You may not be able to get in right away with the vendors that you're looking for. It might start that you need a list of the top 20 products. And those top one or two vendors um, might not be looking for new retailers. So um, episode five talks about how to stair-step vendors, how to start with the most basic vendors and kind of move up the food chain in vendors. So that's something you probably want to listen to first. But start off with a list of vendors. Get the top 10 products. See who makes them. See the manufacturer. Uh, what happens a lot, what you'll find, is one manufacturer has multiple brands they're actually manufacturing under. So it might be you know, XYZ company. No one knows the company's actual name, but they manufacture two or five or 10 different brands under that name. Um, sometimes the products are similar in the same category. Other times they're just brands that have nothing to do with one another. But step one is tracking down which companies are actually manufacturing those brands. Once you get a list of the brands, the type of products, you start doing your research online. So now you'll have a list of here are the companies that actually manufacture the brands for the type of products that you're looking for in your store. From there, you're going to have to just start contacting each manufacturer one by one. Some might have some intro for new retailers. Others, not so much. They might um, be pretty well hidden behind, uh, behind their kind of corporate site. You might just have to go to a contact us page and start kind of your research from there. It's not always a very clear cut process, but this is something that it takes time. And if you're in 
retail, if you're in e-commerce, um, this is the job. This is one of the things you have to do is really do your research and find out who's selling products, um, who can you get in with. Because day one, there might be some top three vendors that don't want to do business with you because you're just starting and maybe they don't want to spend their time with newer retailers. Um, we see that a lot. But you have to get in with some vendors in that product category. So find somebody who is willing to work with new e-commerce retailers um, and just contact them. Uh, how to contact them. Sometimes they'll have a e-commerce retailers, you know, emails at new retailers at xyzvendor.com. Other times it's just a contact us page. If it's kind of more broad and just kind of filling in um, information like that, you don't want to get started with letting them necessarily know you're a new retailer. Just let them know you're interested in carrying their products. Um, and what's the process look like of becoming a retailer of their products. If you start using words like you want to do drop shipping, um, you're a new retailer, they might not take you so seriously. So just let them know you're a retailer, you're interested in carrying their products, keep it short, um, keep it to the point, and then typically they'll put you in contact with the right person there um, and start letting you know, you know, here's our process. They might ask what other retailers are you working with? They might ask um, approximate monthly sales those are all normal questions. Uh, I always recommend you should be honest upfront because if you're not, not, they will also find out in, you know, a month anyway, when you're not selling products, when you first start carrying them. So just be upfront and some retailers want to do some vendors want to do business with new retailers. Others don't. So to start, you just need to find the ones that work for you and that are a good fit from there. Once you do, um, had their products, start selling them and you'll be able to same thing. We talked about in episode five, stair step up, from the newer, you know, entry-level vendors to more um, exclusive vendors that don't necessarily take everyone on, but you got to get started somewhere. So once you um, get in contact with them, they will send you a kind of new vendor, wel a new retailer welcome packet. They'll start sending you pricing at that point, but you'll need to kind of go through some paperwork before you even have access to anything like that. So just know this is kind of a long process. It's not something on day one. You'll email them, you'll get pricing, you'll be signed up. This is this is a relationship. So you're going to need to work on building a relationship with each one of these vendors. You might have an account rep there, um, that sort of thing. For kind of the more entry-level vendors, sometimes they just provide a portal. It's very um, hands-off. You don't have really kind of that same one-on-one. -on -one, but you're going to get started somewhere. So if that's the case, you're able to get started log on and start actually listing their products and showing those to your users. So that's something, um, you know, when you're looking for products, just kind of the basic groundwork, that's something you're going to have to do. I'd expect it is a process and it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something, um, there'll just be a list and some automatic thing. What we see a lot is new retailers are looking for kind of a, a push button solution. They kind of want some sort of service to go on there grab all the products, dump them onto the site, and they just start selling them, you know, selling them Amazon, that sort of thing. That's actually something I would personally uh, not recommend. And there are folks that do sell that on, they do have services like that, but there's a downside to that, right? If it's easy for you, then it's going to be easy for every other retailer. If it's easy for every retailer, the only thing you're going to be able to compete on is price. So those services are kind of offer a one-stop shop of here's, you know, 
500,000 products from all these different retailers, hit a button, dump them onto Amazon and, you know, pay us our monthly fee. You know, it sounds great in theory, but realize that a lot of other retailers are going to do the exact same thing. And if it's that easy for you, they're going to do it and it's going to drive prices down. If you start actually doing your research for those products on Amazon, once you calculate in what you have to pay, what um, you pay for the pay for the products, and then you're going to have to pay Amazon a relatively steep fee, uh, even credit card processing fees if you're selling them on your own site, things like that. Um, they're going to eat into your profits so quick that the margins will be so razor thin. So this is something where you don't want to rush it. You don't want to go on and find something that you know grabs all the products and just spits them onto your site. You really want to take your time here. Find actual proper either manufacturers or distributors, and um, you're going to really have to build relationships. So this isn't something that happens overnight. And there are services like that. I don't completely you know recommend. I don't, I, they're not the worst thing in the world, but at the same time, just understand if you're using a service and it takes you five minutes to get signed up with the service, pay them $100 and start listing products on every marketplace in the world, a lot of people are going to do the same thing. And if everyone's doing the same thing, there's not, there's not too much value you can add there. That's why that's kind of the lowest of the food chain. And if you have to start off there, that's what you do. But from there, once you... Once you get started somewhere, you want to very quickly start moving up the food chain and getting with some more exclusive vendors because vendors that actually provide products that not every retailer can get their hands on and that you need to really, you know, show that you're in business, that's how to get more exclusive and you're not competing with just everyone out there. You start to get better pricing. You start to have an account rep at the manufacturer. So if there's an issue, if you have to handle returns, they usually provide much better service than kind of the done-for-you vendor that, you know, is an e-commerce store in a box. So just something to think about. If you need to start off there, they're not the worst thing in the world, but just understand um, that you want to quickly kind of move up from there. So that's just my two cents on that. So I hope that helps on sourcing products. If you have any questions, definitely reach out. I'm happy to answer them. There's uh, comments um, or leave a review on iTunes. That always helps us. That's fantastic. Jump on our email list. We send out a notification every week when there's a new podcast. You can reach me directly at charles at businessofecommerce.fm or on Twitter at charlespal. And we're looking forward in the next few weeks to bring on some guests. If you have any idea on anything you'd like to hear, any specific topics, um, definitely let me know. We're thinking both subject matter experts and then also other retailers, maybe a blend of both, seeing um, you know what you could learn in kind of general things to help the e-commerce store from specific um, experts, but also other retailers and hear their experiences, how they've started and how they've grown their business. I think that could also be very helpful, um, having some experiences like that. So any feedback, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, I'm Charles with the Business of E-Commerce. Talk to you soon.